Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ah! Log Talk Radio. Ah, that's it. That's it. So long. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. Located in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, hey, fifteen thirty-three North Norfolk Eaton Media Services, and uh, we do a lot of stuff over here. And boy, we got a great show going on tonight. Uh, and my co-host, the all-new Miss Jennifer Brown. How are we doing, Jen? Hey, hey, hey! I'm doing well. How are you, Bobby? I'm doing fine. Glad to have you here. So we have. Uh, Demario Solomon Simmons here. He's going to be coming up here in a minute, and Chaku Williams will be in the house. Hey, yes, we got some stuff happening and popping and stuff like that. So, hey, you can dial the number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to pay, um, press that one button. How was, how, how was your day today? Oh, my day was excellent. Really? Yeah, it's been, let me tell you, my whole entire week has been good. Uh-oh. Solely because... I've done nothing but rest. I've I've <laughs> oh, turned the phone. I've turned the ringers me. off. I I don't have to worry about the ringers coming on at six o'clock in the morning. And I've feels, just been resting. feels good, huh? Yeah. Oh, I wish I could get there. Yeah, because I feel like I'm like the only person in the world where the telemarketers start calling me like at seven o'clock oh, in yeah. the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? Robo calls, huh? Yes. I'm like, how do I get off that list? Because I feel like I've texted so many times and saying stop, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. So, yeah. but yeah, it's been good. I, I do just, stop every day. So yeah, I just been chilling, spending that time with my kid and um, watching movies and relaxing. Yeah. So it's been good. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a real good thing to be able to chill out and don't do nothing, especially when you're a busy person. Yeah. You know, you're active and you're doing things and you're trying to make stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can take its toll on you too. Yeah. yeah, my schedule has been filling up for all good things and all good reasons. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely appreciative mm-hmm. of that downtime and yeah, that rest. Hey, the weather's been pretty decent, too. 
it has. It has. I mean, I was I'm, able I'm shocked to walk right now. out there and be like, oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. I don't have to wear a sweater. I can do this. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Go out. We've been to the gathering place and okay. just hung out at the gathering place. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Kind of hanging out there a little bit, huh? Mm-hmm. I yeah. miss, you know, I miss um, Arizona because this is kind of like winter. That's right. And you did live in Arizona yeah, for a while. Is, this is for like a season. winter for Arizona. So This is this cold? Yeah. yeah. This, this they have the, they have the dry heat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really. I know when I moved from Texas, you know, I went out there all with my heavy coats and everything, mm-hmm. and I didn't wear not one the entire four years that I lived out there. So, you know, it is definitely good. Um, I miss it. If we could have that type of weather here in Tulsa all year round, yeah, mm, Tulsa is a different animal. I wouldn't want to. You know, Tulsa. I I lived in Houston for twenty two years, mm-hmm. and. I didn't really know notice the change of weather till I moved back to Tulsa. And boy, I was like, Ooh, it's cold up here. Ooh, man, they say tornadoes coming. All of these different types of elements that were taking place, you know, and and it was quite a different change for me after being gone so long, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I never wanted to. I never wanted to move to Houston because uh, it seemed like there was always floods. Well, there are some hurricanes that take place from time to time. Like, and, I ain't got time hey, to be when they when they hit, they hit. Yeah. You know. So, but but Oklahoma has so many different types. We got earthquakes. <laughs> we got tornadoes. We, we got thunderstorms <laughs> and high winds and you name it. It's up here in Oklahoma. Yeah, it, it comes in one day. Yeah, it does. It's, early in the morning it's, and it starts that time. But I, you know, I love my hometown. Yeah. Love my people and stuff like that. And um, I want you guys who are out there listening, over here at Eaton Media Services, we are more than just a radio station. We're involved in the community. We do things. We uh, um, have a youth program over here called the Juice Radio Show. Yeah. Young people come over here and get on the radio and do radio their way. We give out backpacks. We give out food. We raise money for people in the community. So we do a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot mm-hmm. of great things that um, you mm-hmm. guys are doing here, yeah. or we're doing here. I yeah, we are. The, mm-hmm. the, and the Juice Radio, the, those kids, are they're, they're great. I know when we were out here doing a fundraiser, my son was just watching a young man that was out in the street, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's a great example, you yeah. know? And so I, I, you know, shout out to them because they're doing a great job, and then I see the ones that have gone on that's in college. Oh, yeah. Uh, all yeah, the yeah, great yeah. things that they're doing yeah. now. So They've yeah. taken it with them, mm-hmm. so I'm so proud of them. We got three of them, former Juice members, are at Jackson State. Yes, mm-hmm. that's my hometown. That's your hometown, huh? Sip. Yeah. I already know. <laughs> You know. Yeah, and it's so funny because one of my family members, um, she married into the family, her niece. I think they just did, um, they had this big event to announce, like, who were the courts, like the senior court. Mm-hmm. I, I, I may be pronouncing it wrong, but I think uh, she was um, Miss Jackson State or something like that. Mm-hmm. But one of the young men that were on the, uh, the Juice Radio Show, He's I saw Mr. Him. Jackson State. Yeah, I saw him, yeah. and I was like, wow. Yeah, we're so proud of Joshua, Joshua. Edwards. Okay, Joshua yeah, Edwards. Joshua, he's Mr. Jackson Mr. State. Mr. Jackson State. Right out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, so right down there. And, uh, like, uh, when we heard about that, that news, we were like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know. I remember when I met him um, a few years back. He mm-hmm. was at uh, he was at the church at Transformation. Mm-hmm. I think he had on a Morehouse shirt. Him and his yeah. friend. And I was like, yeah. "You guys go to Morehouse?" And he was like, "You know what? I'm thinking about it." It was a choice between Morehouse and, and Jackson. Jackson State. Yeah, so he went with Jackson. 
But you can, when you see him, when you first look at him, you could tell that he's destined for greatness. Oh, he's like going to be. That young man is just. True. He's going to be something else. Yeah. You know. And, and all that he's done thus far. Mm-hmm. And I know his mom is proud. Mm-hmm. Right. She's proud. And meanwhile, we want to let you guys know, Ramal's been up in New York City. Oh, yes, Ramal. Ramal, the hometown heat. He's been up there in New York, and he's been running around them streets and hooking up with radio personnel. And uh, we were able to send him up there, you know, so where he could just go. Like, that's what we do over here. Yeah. And uh, he's having a great time. He'll be back this evening. You know, I feel like gone. I've been taking vacations, mental vacations, through Ramal's post because he's been <laughs> everywhere. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, he went yeah. to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. what's that restaurant? Um, Sylvia's. Sylvia's. Yeah. I was like, oh, Up in wow. New York. Yeah. Because, you know, Ramal always tell a story with yeah. his He's post. got a story when he comes back. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear yeah. about it. So you know. that's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool that he's up there doing yeah. things, making things happen. Making things happen. Right. Putting us on the map. Yes. You know, and we like to, I like to send our young people out. You know, to do things because I'm into young people, you know, and that's what it is. Well, we got a great show coming up. We do. Demario Solemn uh, Simmons is the attorney. Mm-hmm. He's coming up next. Chaku is in the house. Yeah, and we're going to be talking to Chaku and we're going to be bringing it up. So stick around. Dial at number 646 716 5525. KBOB 89.9 FM. You know, you can catch us on Facebook Live right now. And all kind of stuff. So stick around. We'll be right back, okay? All right.
me making boo-boos right here. Right. You're on the Bob Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And uh, on the telephone, Demario Simmons, how are we doing there, sir? What's going on, Brother Bobby? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Doing fine, man. Glad to have you on the show. I don't know why this is playing right here. I'm glad to be invited. I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing over there, doing great work, getting off our information to our community, improving and inspiring our young people to do great things. I'm just, a pro- I'm just proud to be a part of this show tonight. Man, I'm so glad to have you, man. You know, we uh, we kind of delayed. Should have had you on a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, everybody's busy, got their schedules and stuff going on. Man, we're so proud of you and some of the work that you've done, man, in our community. And we want to uh, just honor you to this evening, you know, being on the show. And uh, it's all good. What they say, all good in the neighborhood. That's what we talked about. Right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, Demario, uh, for our listeners who don't know where you come from and your background, tell us a little bit, man, where you're born and raised. Man, absolutely, man. Born and raised right here in Tulsa. Grew up in North Tulsa, uh, all right off on Lansing. My mother has been in that area for 14 years. I remember when we moved over there when I was two years old. It was, you know, still had lots of white people. Yeah, it did. <laughs> a very thriving community. I remember the um, um, Foley. I mean, Dillard's was right down the street. Northland Shopping Center was still going strong. Warehouse Market was over there. Of course, you had Thieves Market and and a Skyline Barber Shop where you get my hair cut. So I'm North Tulsa through and through. Went to Hawthorne, went to uh, Carver, and then went to Booker T. My grandmother was a longtime entrepreneur in the community. Bernice Mama Brown. Yeah, she had a barbecue restaurant and a couple other restaurants. Very famous for her, her sweet potato pie. So yeah, man, just you know, North Tulsa kid. Uh, always wanted to. So you do something straight for our community, right? So you grew up during a time when we didn't have to go nowhere. We everything was over here in North Tulsa, right? You know, I'm, I'm right there at that cutoff, and that's why I think my perspective is so unique because I do remember. Having a lot on, on our side of town. I remember seeing a lot of businesses on our side of town. And because my grandmother was who she was, and my grandfather, William mm-hmm. Brown, who used to play for the T Town Clowns and the Negro League. Oh, uh, yeah, the baseball team, right? The community. Mm-hmm. Say again? I say the Negro League, yeah, T Town Clowns. Absolutely. But being so connected into the community, I got to be around a lot of entrepreneurs. I got to see really great things in our community. And it's like and through my lifetime, I got to see things just really leave North Tulsa. And really, North Tulsa really started to really dilapidate from the lack of investment uh, from the city and the county. And I got to see that firsthand. And mm-hmm. That's why I put the burning desire uh, to get us what we deserve, which is justice and economic development and all those things. But also to stop the exploitation. But many times I saw firsthand because our people didn't have the necessary funds or necessary education to kind of present prevent some of the things that happens to us on a daily basis. So, yeah, I do remember North Tulsa being a thriving place uh, when I was little. Yeah, it was. It was like that when I was coming up as a young person. You know, we had several grocery stores, movie theaters, about 10, 15 nightclubs. I mean, it was just... It was off the chain. Yeah, I remember I mean, living yeah, in a lot of. The city makes a, uh, a determination that they want to put all their investment south of uh, I-244, and they start out our, mm-hmm. our people and our community. This is a man-made 
disaster that this enough holds for us is man-made, purposely made, uh, to keep us disenfranchised. Yeah. yeah. I remember living in Owasso, always wanting to come um, north. You want to come north, I always, huh? I think the only time come I where made, the black folks yeah. are there, huh? <laughs> I think the only time I made it over here was on Sundays when we went to church. But do I? Yeah, I remember those days when North Tulsa was thriving, um, with with different businesses. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. you look back at it now and you're yeah. like, oh. well, you know, I left at an early age and I left Tulsa, and I moved away. Going and I moved. Me and Charlie Wilson and all of us went to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, pursuing our dreams, and we were gone so long. You know, we were out there. We was rocking them hits and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they were saying, "Ooh, them Oklahoma boys is cold." You know what I mean? But I, meanwhile, you know, I watch. I would pop back and forth to Tulsa to visit my parents and stuff, my mother, and I saw the de- how it started deteriorating. Mm-hmm. You know, falling apart, falling apart, stuff like that. But um, we're gonna come back up. So it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's like a diamond in the rough. We, right it's now. coming. We got a it's lot of coming. great people here in Tulsa now that's doing great yeah, things. Great things. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of great entrepreneurial type people who are wanting to reinvest into themselves mm-hmm. to do things. You know, so that's good. Demario, you went off to school. Where did you went to OU, OSU? Which one did you go to? Yeah. Yeah, I have a pretty interesting uh, educational background. Came out of Booker T. Graduated at the bottom of my class. I think I was 233 out of 262. <laughs> that, I, mean, I, made a, I made a C in driver's ed. That's just tell you how oh, much wow. I was. <laughs> you say a C in driver's ed? I got you. A C in driver's ed. A C in driver's ed, right? Uh-huh. And that was only because Coach McGee and Coach Lacey, I mean, not Coach Lacey, Coach McGee, and uh, oh, man, what's Big Red's name? I can't remember his name, but they had much love for me. You know, I told my ACL, coming out of high school, had gotten some. Um, some, some, some situations I shouldn't have been in. It really kind of messed up my ability to go to a bigger school. So I ended up going to NSU down in Tahlequah on a football scholarship. Was down there for three semesters. Really didn't fit in. It was just too much of a culture shock. And it was a small atmosphere, and I wanted to be at a, a mm-hmm. bigger school. So I ended up dropping out of NSU, coming back home, going to Tulsa Community College. Mm-hmm. Did that for a semester. Got disgruntled and just completely dropped out of school altogether. And taught my now wife, then girlfriend, Mia, into dropping out of Langston, and we moved to Dallas to get rich, quote-unquote, with a relative's company. And was down there about eight months. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I must tell you that. So I had to come back home, my tail's between my leg, and I finished out at TCC. And then I walked on at OU. Mm-hmm. And was very, very fortunate. and walked on at a great time. Coach John Blake I was my head coach, and they gave me an opportunity I got to get on the field my first year. In the second year, Coach Rex Ryan came in as defensive coordinator. I made the second team, playing all of my games my senior year, letter both years. And, uh, and then I stayed at OU, worked in higher ed, and got a master's degree in adult higher education. Okay. And then I, then I got my law degree. Um, I had an opportunity to study abroad over in West Africa, in Senegal and Gambia. And then I got another opportunity to study abroad in England at Oxford University. I did that while I traveled through Europe, and then I got an opportunity to spend some time down in South Africa where I have some relatives that moved when, that were in the anti-apartheid movement. And when apartheid was defeated, at least officially defeated, they moved down there and been down there since 94. So that's kind of my, my educational history, all those things. When I finished law school, I was hired as a full-time professor at OU in African-American Studies. And I was commuting back and forth to Tulsa for me. I got a job on the military mm-hmm. at Fox. And I was commuting back and forth. Uh, but just got kind of tired of that, so just decided to go ahead and open my office. 
full time and been practicing full time since 2004. Yeah, I've been back here in Tulsa. You know, and that's a good uh, situation to be in when you're kind of well rounded and you've been places and you've seen things and you can bring them back home, yeah. you know, and, and, and share those things with your people. That's a great thing to be able to do and represent your people, you know, and you do that with law. And, uh, man, that, that's a great thing. So what are some of the challenges that you see in the law enforcement area, of, you know, criminal justice or whatever, that you could see that need to be tweaked? Absolutely. Before we talk about that, I just want to I want to hit that point again about being from North Tulsa. Oh, North Tulsa. Okay, and we don't have to go there yet. Okay. No, 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 it's fine. I just want to say this point, and we can definitely talk about that. But you made me think of something as we were with what you said about, you know, traveling. I mean, Bobby, I remember growing up off on Lansing, off 36th Street, and thinking going to Whitman Hills Mall was going way out south. That's the way we talked about it. You're going way out south. It's like a day trip. And so I remember the first time I got to travel outside the country, and I was just thinking, wow, I used to think going 15 miles south was like a big deal. And here I am, like 7,000 miles away from home. Yeah. So, I mean, it just changes your whole perspective. Yeah, it does. To be someone like yourself who has been able to travel and all throughout the United States and travel throughout the world, it really gives you a great perspective of what uh, is what is good about home in America mm-hmm. and where you live, but also some, so many things that can be better because people are doing things uh, different ways around the country. So I am very fortunate that I was blessed with an opportunity, and I was only blessed with the opportunity because people believed in me, my family believed in me, and we actually had a society that still believed in helping people. We don't have that type of society for the most part. No, we don't. So, We've kind of lost um, our way. We've lost our way. What'd you say, Bobby? I said we, we've kind of lost our way. You know, uh, the country's divided right now. And, you know, it's kind of crazy, you know, just looking at how uh, – and I'm just speaking – about us as African-American people, as black people, you know, we got to get back to loving each other. You know, yeah. we didn't forgot how to love. I mean, men and men are not loving women. Women are not loving men. And we just so divided. And there's the respect level is not like it used to be, you know, and it's just kind of a it's just just different. It feels different. It feels so different. And I'm like, man, I'm used to. Well, I was raised, uh, you know, woman come, you open up the door and all that kind of stuff. So just some basic stuff that you could do that's so easy that we just don't do no more. Yeah. You know, you got women acting like men. Yo, they, I'm be like, okay. You know, you got men acting like women. And it's just like, just a change. I'm, I must be old school now, those who are listening. Well, you know, know, I'm, you know, I'm old school, that, you know, you know, but people, that's what I people, see. People should act, people should act. You know, however someone feels that they need to act, that's no, that's no problem with me. And I, I every day in my law practice, uh, I fight for people to have their individual dignity and rights to be upheld and to be respected. So I'm all about that. But to your point of just the level of respect, and I think we have an erosion of respect, but, but, it's, it, but it's not happenstance. This is something that, that is uh, intentional. It's intentional in our music. It's intentional in our, in our TV, in our, our shows. It's intentional with everything that goes on, it's really anti-person, it's anti-respect, it's anti-life. Mm-hmm. And that is the society of American society. And that's, again, why I think it's so valuable to be able to travel or read and learn about other places. Because yeah, we so- have a very negative 
um, motif or culture in America in general. And we already know that if, if America is, is, has a cold, black America has pneumonia. So those things that are bad in our overall culture seeps into our black culture and it causes a real problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I also think, man, we still suffer from a lot of slave mentality, you know, and uh, we haven't overcome some of those obstacles. And some of us uh, have gotten places, you know, because, you know, anytime black people get $2 past bus fare, we feel like we didn't arrive, <laughs> you know, you know, don't you even just, look back. Yeah, you only look at $2, you know, but, you know, we got, we still got a lot of work to do. Yeah. A lot of work no to do. No question. But to, you, to your question about, you know, as far as like criminal justice or policing, I still think that we are uh, grossly over-policed. We are grossly treated with disrespect by the police. And this is borne out on a, you know, almost a daily basis. We've seen so many videos of black and brown people, uh, men and women being brutalized, shot, killed, beaten, that we've almost come numb to it. I, I'll tell you, for me, I, I don't even share any of those videos anymore. I don't want to see them. One, because I deal with it mostly every day in my legal practice. But two, I don't think we need to can continue to see uh, that type of black suffering and know that a problem is there and it mm-hmm. needs to be resolved. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the George Floyd situation was something that really sparked a lot of uh, activism and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. activity because of the truly, truly, truly heinous nature of watching a man literally have his life force uh, snuffed mm-hmm. out of him over a prolonged period of mm-hmm. time. So do I think those things have some place? place in our society yes but i think no i don't think anyone at this point can say they don't know what the problem is and if you if you if you're one of these people that said there isn't a problem or you didn't know a problem was then you what i call willfully ignorant you're willfully ignorant you want to be ignorant you want to put your head in the sand and you want to say things like all lives matter or, or things of that nature which is not relevant to our situation in this country where we're being brutalized we've been arrested we've been sentenced we've been convicted at much higher rates than a fair. Not only is it numerically fair, but it's more than fair. Mm, yeah. 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 Well, um, I realized that a few years ago, you had to take on a major case, man. Something that took place right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was a Terrence Crutcher, what I call Terrence Crutcher murder, you know, and uh, you were up under a lot of pressure with that. I know you were. And um, how did you feel about it, man, when they first came to you to take the case? Well, I mean, it's very interesting because I've known the Crutcher family my entire life. Uh, obviously, went to school with Tiffany uh, Crutcher, Dr. Crutcher. I've known her a long time. Went to Carver and Booker T together. It's very, very kind of an eerie deal. I remember the night of the shooting. I, the next morning, that Saturday, OU was playing Ohio State in Norman. And mm-hmm. I was going down to Norman to actually uh, participate. Our frat- my fraternity, I'm an Omega, and we do a, uh, a yearly tailgate. So I was really getting prepared for that, going to go to sleep early because I need to get up early, get a, a oil change, and then drive on down to Norman and stay down there. And I remember right before I was going to sleep, uh, seeing something on the news about a shooting in Tulsa. But I, I was you know, kind of focused on what I was focused on and went on to sleep. I turned my phone off that night because I, I heard the young lady, I heard this saying about the robocallers, right? I used to get a lot of calls like that. So mm-hmm. I actually turned my phone off that night and I did not, I could not sleep very well. And I, I, when I woke up about six o'clock that morning, I told my wife, 
I said, I felt like somebody just kept calling me. I just felt a funny deal. And I told her, I said, something, something doesn't feel right. And I, I turned my phone on and I had all these messages coming to my phone. And it was just messages from members connected to the Crutcher family trying to call me. And I still was like trying to figure out what was going on. And when I look back on that and see, you know, that, that, that tug that was coming through my psyche, uh, it's just amazing. And Tiffany called me. She finally got to me. She told me what happened. She said, hey, I, I, my family, we need you. And I was, I was waiting on my home to be renovated here um, out north. And I was living in Jinx in an apartment while our home was being renovated. Mm-hmm. I said, well, listen, I'm out here. Um, just, just give me. I get there as soon as I can, and I got there, and we. I've been, I've been with them every step of the way, literally just hours after the shooting, and it's been a um, uh, difficult, inspiring, uh, powerful, depressing time because this is such a wonderful family, wonderful people, and they've been treated so unfairly. Terrence was shot so unjustly with his hands up in the air, walking away. Betty Shelby had no reason to shoot him, in my estimation. The family has been railroaded by the legal system in so many ways in the state courts. And now the case is just sitting in the federal courts, and it's been sitting there almost four years, and we're just waiting for the judge to rule on a a motion to dismiss so we can keep moving forward in the case. So we're not even close to having some resolution for the family. And so I'm, I'm blessed and proud to say those are my clients and friends and, 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 and those people that I stand with, I go to battle with, because they've taken their pain and turned it into purpose, as Tiffany said, and, the, and Mother Crutcher and, and um, Benny Crutcher, and, 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 and their children. Their children, I just love them, and I hate that they're going through this. But I'm proud to stand with them on it, and we're going to do everything we possibly can to get them the true justice they deserve. They'll never get turned back. That hole will never be actually filled, but they do deserve justice. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, really. I remember um I remember watching it and um uh, my question to you is, you know, with with cases like this um and and seeing it replay over and over, like you said you don't even share those videos anymore, you know, of um the brutality or people getting killed. You know, what do you do? Um just as an individual um to maintain your mental sanity because I, I can only imagine the the weight that one has to carry. You have to go through that and, and facing such injustice. What, what do you do as a man and a husband to care for your family, to make sure that you don't be overcome with all of this craziness? Now, that's a great question. And, and, and um, I'm about to jump off here to get into a meeting, but that is a great question. And it's something that I, I have to do because it is heavy. I mean, every, almost every case that I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with someone who's either, you know, lost a loved one or some been, you know, injured in some terrible way because of some type of civil rights violation mm-hmm. or, or something like that. So things I like to do, I, I love to read. Reading has always been something that has just you know, pushed you, huh? me along and kept me in a, in a state of sanity. I think that's why I'm a lawyer today. One of the reasons why I'm a lawyer today, mm-hmm. my mother bought me a, I don't know how she afforded it because we grew up on SSI. Wow. But she bought me a a psychopedia set um, back when I was uh, young. And I read that thing, you know, probably a hundred times, the whole psychopedia set. Mm -hmm. So I've always loved that. So I I try to read all the time. 
I love to work out, you know, take walks, run, lift weights. So that's very, very important. And another thing I like to do is um, another thing I like to do is fish. Oh, oh you're <laughs> a fisherman, like, huh? I'm a fisherman, and I like to go fishing on private private ponds with okay. a few people. Right. And I can be out there and just enjoy nature and get mm. dirty and uh, you know maybe shoot my guns. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while I'm out in the country and stuff like that. So, yeah. that's the type of so you kind of like, like to do some country boy stuff, huh? <laughs> Man, I'm a country boy. My grandfather, uh, William Daddy Brown, was the uh, secretary for the North Tulsa Fish and Wildlife Club my whole life. It was nothing for me to come downstairs and see pheasants or quail or uh, uh, hen shot, mm-hmm. squirrel, rabbit. We, mm-hmm. we ate all that. My grandfather, he raised hunting dogs. He had kennels in the backyard. Okay. He had on Woodrow. Okay. He, we're from Haskell. I mean, they're from Haskell. So he bought Haskell. I got you. To North Tulsa. He I see where you're at so right now. Real country. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's my heritage, you know. Um, now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a plant-based vegan now. I don't eat meat, but I grew up eating all that. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we know hey, you're gonna have to take you're gonna have to take off here in just a second. But can you hit on a little bit? You you guys have just recently filed a lawsuit for reparations, correct? That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely. Correct. Could you hit on that a little bit for us? Yeah, right. I sure can. Okay. So you know, obviously for. Ninety-nine and a half years, we have been um, devoid of justice for the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre. We know what happened. We know who did it. We know who suffered. And yet the city, the county, and, and the chamber and other powerful white entities refused to provide the justice, the reparations, the restitution, the repair that we so thoroughly need. I've been working on this matter since I first learned about Greenwood and, and the massacre, which I didn't even learn that while I went to Carver. I didn't learn that while I was at Booker T. Washington High School. I learned it once I got to OU in 1997. And I was sitting in the class with my professor talking about Tulsa race maps because I raised my hand and said, you know, that's not true. That didn't happen. I'm from Tulsa. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. So ever since that time, I've been focused on writing, speaking, advocating for Tulsa, for Greenwood, for black people in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And just found a great opportunity, we believe, to bring this lawsuit under the public nuisance theory and the unjust enrichment theory. We've had to climb a lot of legal hurdles to get where we are now. We feel pretty strong about our case. Mm-hmm. And we think if we are successful with the case, it will be a benefit to the entire community. And that's what I want people to understand. There may be just a few named plaintiffs who were named for a specific reason, but the case is a community-wide case. The case mm-hmm. is a case that will impact, improve, and better our entire community, not just a few individuals. And so I look forward to coming back to talk to you more about that. But I will tell you before I leave tonight, tomorrow at 6.30, we will have our monthly community meeting about Justice for Greenwood, where I will give a full legal update. Uh, that is will be able to be seen through Facebook Live. Also, Brother Bobby, I'm happy to send you a link. Yeah, send me a link. Let me know exactly uh, where it's going to be. A lot of things going on. So, yeah, let me know. Yeah, it's going to be on Zoom. Everything is Zoom. I am, I'm also a germaphobe. I am very, very. Oh, yeah, I know that. Serious about the COVID. That's why I didn't come to your studio. Okay? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, I got you. Well, listen, man, this has been fantastic. I look forward to the next time. Yeah, we'll get you back on here, man. I appreciate you 
Mm-hmm. I appreciate you for, for providing this platform for our community. It is so necessary. It's so needed. Thank you so much, brother, for caring enough to come back here and start this great institution, which is Eaton um, uh, Media Services. Thank you, Demario yeah. Solomon uh, Simmons. Yes, thank Solomon you so Simmons. much. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you, man, for, uh, you know. Fight. Man, you're a strong yeah. brother, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I'm just walking in a strong black man. My ancestors. So, man, we'll talk real soon. Let's catch up real soon. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Our way. That's what we do. KBOB, KBOB 89.9 FM. And, you know, we always, we got live stream going on these days, Jennifer. We got KBOB899.com live stream. And we got got Facebook. We got Facebook live stream, KBOB89. We're all over the globe. You know, the other day, uh, uh, D-Mac was off in here. You know, he, do, he does his jazz show yeah. on Sunday. Love that from, show. Yeah, from 2 to 5. And uh, this lady called, and she says, is D-Mac not on the air today? I wow. said, ma'am, he's in here. He's doing it. Okay, because I couldn't reach him, and I listened to him every Sunday. You wow, know, so. And weird. she was calling from Houston, you know. And so it tells me that this signal is all over the globe, yeah. you know, and I got some people that I befriended when I lived overseas who listened to our show, That's you good. know, and so they listen to our show all over, you know, I try to think outside of just Tulsa, mm-hmm. even though I love my hometown, but try to think outside the, you know. Yeah, I know going. we had, um, <clears throat> for a real life, real talk, we had a, a gentleman watching faithfully from Brazil. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like, how did you come up on, you know, you our never show? Know. But, Eating media services, it's all over. Yeah, it's thanks, everywhere. Thanks to you, it, it Mr. Sh- Bobby. It shocks me sometimes. Sometimes I'd be like, whoa. See how you, you done know? traveled the world and you done uh-huh. brought it back to Tulsa. <laughs> well, I'm trying to bring the information and yeah. the knowledge and and things that I've experienced in my life back to Tulsa. You know, and for those who will listen, I'll, I will share. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know everything now. I'm going to say minutes. that first of all. Bobby Eden don't get, hey, Bobby Eden don't know everything. So, <laughs> Don't be thinking, I know, but you know, I've I've been blessed enough to have some experiences in life. Yeah. You know, I lived overseas for three years and lived in Hollywood for uh, several a long years. Time. And, yeah, lived in Houston, all these big cities, ate all this different kind of foods, travel. You know, so now you know what I want to do now. What's that? I want to get me a big old pineapple drink and sit out on the beach somewhere and let my big belly just hang. You want to put you your toes in some sand somewhere? And put my toes in some sand and just chill out, and, you know, some warm water. You know what I mean? Yeah, that so, sounds, that sounds you know, great that, right that's, now. That's what I'd like to do. That's, that's what I'm trying to get to. That that's why I got really Ramal good. running around, you know, so I can get so him and Trey and yeah. them. You know, them young ones, hey, man, y'all come on, take this over now, you know. Yeah, so. Bobby, I think you, you need a vacation. Yeah, I really do. Like I, I don't know Everybody when you says, when you sleep, but you just I don't to... I sleep when I lay my head down. Yeah, I remember that's, that's I remember the, one day problem. we were we were we had a show and you were over on the couch sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, said, I, try, I hope you don't start snoring. Yeah, right. I try to get you know what I try to get it in when I can get it in. Get your little because, power nap. Yeah, because you know time zones are different, mm-hmm. and people may call from anywhere, and if it's Say, for example, if it's 12 o'clock here, it's 10 o'clock in L.A., mm-hmm. you know, some, and I got a partner friend calling at 10 o'clock. He thinking that it's 10 o'clock here, 
you know. So you got to be available. Yeah, you got to be available. It may be some business or it may be just an old friend having a conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want to miss those, you know, those people from my past, you know. It's always good to catch up. Um, You know, I know I have a friend that says he he gets like two or three, well, not two or three, but maybe like four hours max. That's Uh, what he gets to put, he puts in. Yeah. And he's like, that's all I need. I'm like, okay. I'm still on that eight hour. I need my eight hours. Okay. Do you go to bed at a certain time? I don't. Um, I'm more of a night owl. But when I go to sleep, I'll go to sleep. I'll wake up. I'll stay up for a little bit. And then I'll go back to sleep for several hours. Yeah. So it's kind of off because I had, I had this crazy work schedule in the past. So it's just, you know, but yeah. I get my rest. You know, you know, what my, one of my biggest problems is when I go in the room and get in the bed, I cut on YouTube. And I'm a YouTuber. I just, I wake up, YouTube is watching me. I go to bed, I'm doing you, because I'm doing so much research. You know, I'm looking and I travel on YouTube. I go to Africa and I go to China and I go to different places. Then I do some electronic stuff. I look at radio shows, you know, Breakfast Club and all of this stuff, you know, and I'm always just trying to fill this big old head up full of stuff, (laughs) you know, and so I can be on top of stuff. You know, so I don't want you guys to run off and leave me. You know, you guys no, are young no, and you young and innovative and stuff like that. So I want to be able to keep up. You got to stay up on the game. I got to huh? stay up on the game. <laughs> this old dude staying up on the game. You, you do, you're doing a good job though, Bobby. Uh, I'm trying. You you keeping us informed on things. Yeah, I'm just trying. I got to. Because I know me, you be telling me stuff, and I'm like, wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> you be you be bringing me in. I'm like, you know, okay, okay. Uh, it's okay. So I go watch that. You why, know, why sleep on it? Yeah. Right, why, why just sleep on it? Well, well, anyway, we're moving for, forward. Uh, KBOB 89.9 FM, if you're listening out there. Hey, we got Jacoo Williams coming up here Jacoo. in just a, just yeah. a minute. She's going to bring some good stuff. she got some events and things going on, and uh, we're going to be talking about that shortly. So we want you to stick around. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way, and that's just what we do. We'll be right back. It's a monthly publication reaching all of Oklahoma and beyond, giving exclusive content about your business and many businesses that are connected to you. Full page and half pages are available. Purchase and artwork are due on the 25th of each month. Visit us online right now at www.tulsabobn.com for more details. Or email us right now at tulsabobn at gmail.com for pricing. PJ Publishing Incorporated announces a new book release, The Entrepreneurial Woman. The World is Your Playground by Angela K. Chambers, MES. Available right now for pre-order at payhip.com slash B slash N B capital A capital C. The book release is set to hit June 1st, 2020. If you're ready to publish your book, visit us online at www.pnjpublishing.com. Unleash that book that's inside of you with P&J Publishing. Everybody's talking about you and you're together. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American communities? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. 
The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you listen to K-Bob, 89.9 FM, Bobby Eaton Show. Hi, this is Abdul Raouf of the SOS Band. And when we're in Tulsa, we listen to KBOB, 89.9 FM. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Toll with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. How to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot, Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la carte. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah, okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Max Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fry. Uh, Yeah, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. In the heart of Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma We're located at 1533 North Norfolk And also, you can reach us EatonMusic2 at gmail.com Yeah, we're having a good time over here All right I mean, I'm hitting the wrong buttons Okay (laughs) All right, Jen, forgive me You know in the it's studio, okay. in the studio, Chiku Williams. Hey, Chiku. Chiku, how you doing? I'm great. Get a little closer to that microphone right there. Right. Pull yourself up there, and uh, great, glad to have you in the studio. I've been hearing your name and people just talking about you, <laughs> and all of you must be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I got my hand in a lot of little activities and projects around yeah. town. I can tell. She's another one you got to get her autograph. This one I got to get an autograph. Get an autograph and be like, Snapshot. So tell us a little bit. Where are you from? I'm actually from Okmulgee. Oh, you from Okmulgee? Yeah. Uh huh. That's a country, country. Yeah, right. That's down in Okmulgee. Hey, you know, back in the day, I used to play at a place called the Hut. Yeah. I don't know if you know about the hut. Oh, I know 
about the hut. Huh? Yeah. And we, we, my band would go down there to the hut and play at the hut, really? and we catch all the girls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And the, and the guys would be mad at us. Ooh, the dudes would be mad. Oh boy, me and Charlie Wilson all of us go down there and play at the hut. That was before my time. Yeah, I know you. That was before your time. But oh, we would. Be so, Bobby, you played the the bass. bass? Bass guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a bass man. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. I was You know, light skin was in back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I thought. I and had you it. were a musician. Yeah, oh my gosh. You know, we we out of style right now, but you know, back then we coming back. Who musicians day. or light skin? Which one? <laughs> well, light skin <laughs> and musicians. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully the musicians can come back because uh, I would love to see young people start to pick up instruments mm-hmm. and play them again. Rather than just push buttons all yeah, the time. Yeah, it seems like that's auto-tune and button yeah, pushing and button is push. what's popular these days. Chaku from Oak Muggy, originally. Yeah. You ever go back and visit? I live there. Oh, you live? <laughs> okay. You still You just commute I, back and forth I up do. here. I do. Everybody think I live oh, in Tulsa. I actually live in yeah. Oak Muggy. Oak Muggy has grown, huh? Yeah. It's it growing. Yeah. Okay. okay. You you got that look right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think could improve in Oak Muggy? Um, it can be a lot to improve in Okmulgee. I mean, is it the mindset of the people? Isn't the mindset of the people really nothing to do for the youth mm-hmm. down there? It's always been like that for years. We got to start a juice radio show down in Okmulgee. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. You know? Yeah, yeah. we got one started up in Muskogee, mm-hmm. so we can start one down there and give the youth something to do. Something to do. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Great, great. So, what made you get into hairstyling and? fashion and all of this stuff I mean that I hear about you um Shaku has been a licensed uh, cosmetologist for 23 years um it's always been a passion of mine ever since I was a young girl mm-hmm. um so I just pretty much pursued it all my life um far as uh, fashion fashion just comes along with anything in the beauty industry anyway mm-hmm. um what I'm doing right now, um, being the editor of the Tulsa Urban Beauty Guide with mm-hmm. um, Angela Chambers. Chambers. That's yeah. my buddy right there. Yeah. Angela Congratulations Chambers. on that. Yeah. Thank that's you. That's a good. big achievement. PNJ yeah. Publishing mm-hmm. Company. Mm-hmm. Um, she really, she reached out to me about being the editor, and um, mm-hmm. I've been blessed. So you're the editor of the magazine? I am the editor. Oh, and I see, I'm. Duh. Duh. You know. Yeah, she, there's the the beauty the beauty guide. The beauty right, guide. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right, right. Oh, you cool. <laughs> yeah, she, you she cool. cool people. She, she cool. cool. She yeah, not yeah, Angela. Yeah, yeah. She cool you, people. You, you cool. I'm getting a, I'm getting the full story now. She know Angela because we love Angela Chambers over here yeah. at uh, K Bob. You know her awesome. and, her and Tim, her husband. Mm-hmm. Them two right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah our newfound family members. You know. So. Yeah. yeah. Good thing, but um, so you you started off as a hairstylist. That was the first I'm a thing. Hairstylist, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you started doing. Yes, but you're still doing it now, though, right? Oh yeah, you're... yeah. I'm a hairstylist, a makeup artist. Yes. You do now. I've heard a few women. They say you didn't made them up, boy, and it's like <laughs> they look like a whole nother person when you get through with them. Uh, I, hmm. Well, I don't try to make someone look not look like themselves. I try to make sure that they look good and feel good, you know, boost of confidence. She enhances their beauty. Yeah. It's a, okay. She does a yeah. really good job at it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. you so you are like 
all around. You girly, girly, girly girl, yeah, that all the way, that huh? Goes to, you yeah. know, fashion, hair, makeup, everything. She does it all. Okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. You know, <laughs> so you do it all, huh? I do. You do a full makeover. Full makeovers, I do. Photo mm-hmm. shoots. Um, oh, uh, photos included, huh? Yes, we oh. do photo shoots. Um, for any pretty any any business, you know, um, model makeovers. Business makeovers, business branding. When you say business makeover, what do you mean? Business Explain makeover that. is meaning basically a lot of some businesses don't have a look, you know, um, when they don't know how to present themselves. So basically, if you come in, I um, pretty much create a look for you, you know, hair, makeup, fashion, and uh, so for your marketing material. So Basically. like brand, like a branding, your, yeah. Your branding and marketing and sales and all that stuff, right? The profile, the whole of, the, profile. of the company itself, yeah. Yeah, because it's so often that a lot of African American black businesses will go and they'll get them a little spot, mm-hmm. and then they'll put their product inside, and they just put a sign on the outside and kick back. Right. You and inspect, what, inspect yeah. for everybody to show up, and, and nobody knows. You know, who nobody knows who they are. They pass by. Them. And the number one rule of business is location, location, location. That's what it is. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's good that you do that because you know, with everybody that's coming up, it seems like there's so many entrepreneurs that are like launching online businesses, mm-hmm. um, and and helping them understand that you have to have a look, especially if you're in fashion. Right. You have to have a look. You have to have a brand. Your brand is important. Right. So I, I've been seeing your work and, and seeing a lot of what you're doing. And I just want to say that you guys are doing a great job. I like how you guys, um, you, you guys do this uh, collaboration where you work with a photographer and yes. models, local models. Mm-hmm. So if you, are you guys still doing that? Yes. Um, I work with Finally Focused. He's a photographer, and um, Avasia is the fashion stylist. So we have a collaboration that we do together. Um, we have a monthly model sponsorship program that we do okay. monthly. So uh, for some um, models that are inspiring models um, in the community, if they want to pursue modeling, they can come to the program, take pictures. And this is a sponsored project so they don't pay for anything um i do the makeup for free the images are for free uh it's just you know we just need them to post it on social media you know i like that idea it's it's a building of their portfolio that's good it mm-hmm. starts them off and finally focus they're pretty good uh they're, i wouldn't say pretty good they're really good yeah. um as far as like their level of professionalism, the photos, because I've been mm-hmm. seeing a lot of great photos that's been coming from them. Yeah. So shout out to Finally Focus. Mm, yeah. Sounds good. Well, I'm, I'm just kind of listening to you guys, <laughs> you know, because it's kind of like, you know, makeup and stuff. Do you do anything for men? No? Um, I have done some um, men. Men makeovers or something? Sometimes, like if I do um, not a music too much makeup artist, or something. Okay, you like entertainers. Uh, yes, entertainers. They get a little powder. Okay, on their face. a little Come powder on, on the face. Yeah, Bobby, I used to hate putting that powder on my face. Get you in a sponsorship shoot. I know. I know. When back in the day, we used to. Come on, you gotta get your nose. You gotta get powder. I'm going powder, and I was like, oh, you know, you know, take this photo shoot. Okay, but it's part of the business. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's part yeah. of the business. You know, so. You uh been doing this for a while, and uh, did you just start making women up? 
just as you got through doing the hair or something, or hey, look, girl, let me put on put on your eyelashes for <laughs> you. Did, is that how it worked or well, what? Well, I would say years ago, because I, I really wasn't a makeup artist at first. Yeah. So years ago, back in, I would say 2007, I had started a magazine project myself. And um, so, you know, everything costs money. So I was trying to have a lower budget. So after I did my client's hair, I would say, hey, be prepared to take some photos. So I had brought me a really nice camera and I did their makeup after um, I did their hair and I took images so I could start building a portfolio for Mm -hmm. myself. I see. Yeah. And so uh, so that's how I started doing makeup. And um, it just started growing from there. Oh, okay. Started taking off from there. It, It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you um, did you go to school for um, cosmetology, or mm-hmm. did, was it just one of those? Learning? Oh yeah, um, years ago, let's see, it was called Tychus mm-hmm. um, Technical Institute of Cosmetology. It's no longer existing because uh, uh, she passed away. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember her name exactly, but uh, it was an all black school. I really wanted to attend an all black school. So and, was that all all black school in Okmuggy? No, it no? was in Tulsa. In Tulsa? Um, it was on Sheridan, like twenty first and Sheridan. Okay. Um, what was her name? Cleveland. I think the last name was Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I have to figure it out later. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. So mm-hmm. was that ever something that you wanted to do? Um, since you were. Yeah, you know, since I was a young kid. But as far as like, what about starting a school? Have you ever thought oh, about? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> that, you, oh, no. You, you wouldn't no. want to start a school? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Too, no, much. too much no work. YouTube, too much no YouTube work. Universities or anything like that. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, I, I think, think that would be too much. That. No. Mm-mm. I think I think you'd be awesome. With I have that, to Shaku. stay. I have to stay in my lane. Stay in your this lane. This is my lane. Mm-hmm. But you know what? <clears throat> I think with a lot of what you're doing, people are watching you. Yeah. And, you know, and, and seeing, you know, just how you're progressing. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to this awesome event that's coming up on Saturday, <laughs> the Sneaker Ball. Yeah. yeah, tell me something about that. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out Sneaker Ball. Well, you got to put on your favorite sneakers or, <laughs> or what, 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 what's, what? what's that all about? Yes, um, you do wear formal and you wear sneakers. Yes. So wear formal like a... A tux with seat with with, with so black tie, a black tie with, with black tie with sneakers with sneakers or yeah. suit and tie with sneakers. Yeah. Ah, yeah. different. That's what we're gonna have on some nice dresses with sneakers. With sneakers, ladies gonna have on like formal dresses with sneakers on. Yes, you ah, should show up, Bobby. That's yeah. that's kind of crazy. It's sold out. I, I got a Bobby ton. I got a ton of sneakers over there. Show up, show with your tux on. on out. Yeah. Now you can't. Now, Bobby, out the, out you can't. Closet. You can't show it with no New Balance. <laughs> no, I, I don't even own none of them. You know. It's gotta be. I got some. I got some Jordans. Yeah, I got looking, some Nikes. And I'm looking forward to it. You know the yeah. like the sneakerheads. But yeah. I didn't really realize um, because my background is in like high end. Well, I wouldn't say high end, but mm-hmm. like luxury apparel. So we had to wear heels all the time. Okay. And then when I started working at a kids' clothing store, I realized I don't have no shoes, like no tennis shoes, no athletic wear mm-hmm. and when I saw the like the sneaker ball come up or even like when silhouettes open mm-hmm. and I went in and I saw just the cost of those shoes. I was like, yeah. Whoa, wait, wait. People are actually spending, spending money. Two hundred, five hundred dollars a shoe. Thousands, thousands of dollars, of dollars for a 
a pair of sneakers. Yeah. And I didn't really realize that sneakerheads, they are, I I hope they still call them sneakerheads because I'm a little. I think so. Yeah. but I'm not one. I really don't own a whole lot of sneakers at all because I'm a heel person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, But it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be a fun event. I was looking at. What time does the store? Uh, Doors open at 6. So 6 p.m. It's red carpet. Uh, we're going to have red carpet interviews going on. We got plenty of vendors. Miss Jennifer is going to be there with her vendor. Hey, what are you vending, Jen? Naturally versatile. I'm an accessory and clothing boutique. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. I will have, mm. I will be set up. So just stop mm. by my table. Mm-hmm. You, got some, <laughs> you got some live entertainment happening too, don't you? Yes. We have uh, Miss Val, Wall Street Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a DJ. DJ Mike Mike is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um the one thing that we we are doing we are doing a charity give back to Jerica uh, J Parlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we chose that charity because um, I've been knowing her for years, and been I've been knowing her for years. Mm-hmm. Jerica, Jerica. yeah, yes. great great people. Yes, mm-hmm. and so I think uh, what she's doing in the community was is really great. Mm-hmm. So we are giving back to her uh, organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I wanted to recognize um, a few people yeah, go in, ahead. The, in the community. So we have uh, Ramal. Ramal. Yeah. Ramal Brown. Yeah. Brown. I've been knowing him for years as, as well. Yeah. And well, he's been doing some great things yeah. in the community. He so. does. He been, he's over here and he works so hard. Yeah. And he does things, get involved with youth. And Ramal is just all over the place, you yeah. know, and yeah. he's, helping people and doing things. And we love him over here yeah. at Eden Media Service. He's part of our family over here. And thank you for considering Ramal Brown. Yes. And then we have Charity Marcus. Oh, yeah, Charity. And then we Boy, have, that's some brains right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Azure Day. Did I say Azure, oh, yeah. Azure Day. Azure Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, because they're doing the um, – I chose both of those ladies because of the um, – the, the black, the women, black women owners of yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um I joined that uh group a few few years ago and um met some really wonderful that's how I met uh Miss Angela. Okay. You met her at that event. Yeah, huh? at, at one of their events. It's a great mm-hmm. networking yeah, event. Yeah, networking event. Okay. And then um also recognizing Amanda Woody with okay. um the beauty supply store. Gotcha. Mandy. So just wanted to, you know, honor oh, some people in the community, you know, just to give them flowers while they're alive. You've yeah. been advertising this event for a while now. Yes. We I really mean, were supposed to have it back in June. And, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, mm-hmm. we had to change our date. And so we're finally here and <laughs> had a little scare. So yeah. I saw where you are requesting that everybody wear a mask, right? Well, yeah. We're, are you saying that? Yeah, I'm saying it because mm-hmm. um, it's the mandate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we are at the Tulsa Marriott Hotel. So uh, you are required to wear a mask, you know, um, when you come to the event. Mm-hmm. Um, we have plenty. We have the big ballroom that holds about 750 people. Okay. You so might have that many there. We um, mm-hmm. have plenty of space, you know, for social distancing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, General admission tickets are twenty, mm-hmm. and then um, we were serving dinner for fifty-five. Um, I think I cut that off though, because <laughs> I okay. had to turn in my numbers for that. <laughs> okay, so you're not are you not having dinner? Oh yeah, we're okay. having dinner. But the price had 
But if you're gonna change. pay at the dough, if you're gonna pay at the dough, you need to eat before you come. <laughs> <laughs> what you serving over there? Now you don't want to pay. Oh, um, what is it? Is this roasted chicken, some mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes? Yeah, yeah. Your green basic. beans, huh? Yeah, your basic. Yeah, basic hotel yeah, dinner. Hotel dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's gonna be good though. Good. So you're gonna have to set up early, be out there all day. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will be there at ten AM setting up and getting the vendors uh set up between ten and three and um getting the room all situated for the band and the DJ and everything. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be wore out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you'll be I'm already tired. you'll be working, <laughs> so you actually won't be able to really. No, do I, had, a, I had some people that wanted to book for makeup, but I had to go ahead and decline mm-hmm. and refer them to someone else for the day because I just can't I can't work that day. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is going to be the first time Tulsa has ever had anything like this. Yes, this event is a new event uh, for Tulsa, so we're really. Yeah, I've never heard of a sneaker it. event like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this has been going on around the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my business partner, um, Lights Out Entertainment, Don Walker, he actually presented this event to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, he, he lives in Texas. So when he presented it to me, that's when I put my little twist on it okay. with adding in the small business, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, entrepreneurship part of it. The party with the purpose. Yeah. That's what it recognize, is. Recognize, recognize those that are doing good. Mm-hmm. So did you did you get a group of people and you guys just sit down and start planning this event? It was just me and me and Don. Just the two of y'all, huh? <laughs> just the two of us. How, we when did you start it planning it? Uh, we started planning it back in. Ooh, it's been a long time. Because if it was supposed to have been in June, mm-hmm. we started planning a little bit back before then. Um, it wasn't as planned out as it is now with all the marketing and stuff and the videos and. Uh, artwork and everything that we put out mm-hmm. over time because I had more time to roll out, you know, some more marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Angela's in there with you, huh? Yes. And so let me throw that in there, too. Yeah. Um, she was a blessing. Um, every sponsor um, of the event actually have like half page advertisements in, in the-, the November issue. Mm-hmm. Um, either in the Tulsa Urban Beauty Guide or uh, the Tulsa Business Guide. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she's doing, I love she, Angela. She makes she's making some strides with all of that. She be making it pop, you know. So. Even with her hellos. <laughs> <laughs> she make it. She make she it make happen. It, yeah, she makes yeah. it happen. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm excited about it. Yes, um, we are. I, I didn't. I didn't buy no $500 sneakers, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they ain't Walmart either. But I'm gonna be there with some sneakers on. <laughs> I don't you, have... you like you say, don't put on no New Balance. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no New Balance. Would be funny. Somebody might do that for a joke, you know, just <laughs> to draw got, some attention. Some, from what I've seen, they've got some 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 nice they ones. They got some nice. They ones. got some nice ones. Oh, I'm just saying, you know. I, I had know. actually brought some Pumas, and my kids was ragging on. Well, me. they ragging on you yeah. about the Pumas. Oh, I thought they were cute though. You gonna wear nice. them to the event? No, I got some custom made. Oh, you got some uh, custom. You didn't fancy. spend about a few hundred dollars on your tennis shoes. She's real fancy. Yeah, she's fancy really. dancer, huh? Uh-huh. So I know that's going to be cool on the red carpet. So make sure you show up with your best on. Yes, come in your very best. You're going to be filming people's feet? Oh, yeah. We have uh, paparazzis all over the place. 
video, okay, photography, everything. Mm. Yes. Look, look, I feel like Bobby's thinking about his outfit right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I you know, I, I'll be the senior citizen up in there. That's all right. You know? Just show it with you. Just show it with some good sneakers on. You be yeah. good. Be all good. Yeah, I gotta think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think about it. Yeah, but um, so um, who's the DJ? Uh, DJ Mike Mike. Mike Mike. Mm-hmm. Okay, I heard of Mike Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. DJ okay. Mike Mike. Is he is he local? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He, I he heard the name before. Plays um at Retro a lot. Juice Maker. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All over oh, town. DJ Mike Mike. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because you know Ramal, he he DJs a lot too. Oh yeah. Yeah, all over town. Everybody. Oh, yeah. You look up. I can go somewhere. I look up. Man, what you doing here? Right. <laughs> you know, I had a I'm wedding like, in Oklahoma like, City, and he was there. Ramal was up in there, yes. huh? That's the way he does it, you know. <laughs> he, he, does he, just, he does his thing with all of that kind of stuff. So tell us one more time where, where it's going to be, the ball is going to be located, and the times. It is this Saturday, November the 21st, and um, Tulsa Marriott Hotel. Uh, doors open at 530, and... Um, Red carpet starts at 6, 6 p.m. Um, you can start with, you know, viewing all the vendors, coming to the red carpet. Um, I have uh, one of my friends, um, Keisha, the daytime diva. I pulled her out of retirement. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, Did she's you? Good. Yeah, she's going to be doing the uh, red carpet interviews with a lot of the businesses and some of the guests that's coming in. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, we're just really trying to make it a really great event, you know. Yeah, it should be um, fun. Capturing every little detail so we can, you know, advertise for next year. Yeah. yeah. I love all the new things that's happening right now um, in Tulsa. Yeah. You know, because we're getting a lot of attention. So mm-hmm. it, it seems that, you know, all these new young up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, they are doing some really good things. And, right. and even in just the entertainment that's coming in, um, mm-hmm. like what you're doing, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And, and I like seeing that positive light yeah. um, on Tulsa. Yeah, it's a good thing, especially, you know, we're upon uh, the centennial. It's going to take place mm-hmm. in just a few months. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody need to be on their P's and Q's, you yeah. know, and bring events like what you're doing. Uh Bring those and bring some conscious uh, events that are going to need to take place mm-hmm. because that centennial don't need to be no party for me. I don't think it should yeah. be a big party. I mean, you should have some elements where you're having fun, but yeah. I think you need to come and bring your kids and children and get them educated about what actually took place down there yeah. on Greenwood 19 and wear your sneakers, you know, <laughs> yeah, wear your sneakers and stuff like that and uh, 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 be able to participate mm-hmm. in some life changing uh, themes and stuff that are going on down there. Yeah. You know, because uh, every time I go down there, my dad always say, you guys ought to see ghosts walking all up and down these streets. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm saying, I didn't think about it, but wow, a lot happened down there. People lost mm-hmm. their lives. So you can have a sneakers ball. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're yeah. standing on the shoulders of, of those who came before you. Yeah. So you can go out to the Marriott. Yeah. We one time we couldn't go out to the Marriott, right. you know what I mean. But we people lost their lives and for voting rights and civil rights, mm-hmm. so that we can do all of these things. Yeah. And sometimes I think some of us get away from that 
process right there. Yeah. It's something I did or something yeah. we did. I I did this radio station. Mm. No, my grandfather put this here before me, mm. you know, and allowed me to be in here. So now I can be. I'm standing on his shoulders and my dad's in them shoulders. So yeah. we need to be focused, mm-hmm. know where we're at, know where we're going. And don't just wow out, just mm-hmm. thinking, just party, party. Mm-hmm. And this is all about what we do. Because we're kings and queens. Right. And we uh, we got to act like kings and queens, mm-hmm. you know, not just with the ignorance and stuff yeah. like that. I preached it all the time. So, <laughs> you know, it's just part of my preaching. But, but uh, it's needed. Yeah. Right. It, you it need is. to be reminded of it because, mm-hmm. you know, you got... It seems like you got all these people that's coming up that's getting this money and 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 no shade on like the rap game, nothing like that, no shade, but it seems like when they get there and they get all this money, they don't utilize it, they don't utilize their platform properly, um they don't come back to the community and give, or if they do, it's not really effective, and I think we need to be reminded of you know when you get to that level, mm-hmm. come back and give back, mm-hmm. teach. You know, even just even the steps that got you there, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the sacrifices that you made, those things are important. So important. When you are like if I if I see what Shaku is doing, it's important for me to see how she got there. Mm -hmm. You know, your road, I may not travel that road, Mm -hmm. but in understanding your struggles and and knowing not to give up, knowing that I got to keep going, Mm -hmm. Um, knowing that there's going to be some failures along the way, Mm -hmm. those things need to be heard because people get out here and just think that it's just going to be, you know, boom, I'm a I'm a star. Right. And I'm a millionaire, and I'm just gonna do my thing, and that's just not how it rolls. No, it don't roll like that. You know, I've been around a lot of entertainers mm-hmm. with money, millionaire people with money, and just as you get it, you can lose you it. You can lose it, yeah. Just like that, you know, you, you can it. in various different ways. But to invest, I mean, like you were talking about the rappers, and I'm I'm gonna say this: if rappers have millions of dollars. And they go by big old mansions and homes with five car garages and Porsches and Bentleys all in them, and they stay stuck in their own little world mm-hmm. and forget where they come from and how they're able to even obtain any of that material stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have to have passion in your heart for people. Yeah. You know, um, you got to bring people up, pull them up, because they may not know how to go up. They may have a great idea, but just don't know how to get there. So share that with them. Mm-hmm. Like, Chiku, you can share that with a young girl, you know, right. a young girl that's coming up. Well, how do you do makeup? How do you do hair? Right. You can, you know, 14-year-old, 12-year-old. Uh, Jennifer, you can do the same, and I can do the same. But we have to invest right. into our young and our youth so they can get it. Yeah. I tell, and then even yeah. knowing that you, you, <clears throat> you're not going to be able to do it alone. You can't do it alone. So, like, what you know, like what you guys are doing with like the the sponsorship shoots. You bringing in different businesses mm-hmm. to help one get to that next level. What you guys are doing is helping people see. Okay, I need this person. I need that person. And I just look at it as community mm-hmm. because photography, right. makeup. Um, models, giving them an opportunity to get their package together um, so that they can go to the next level. Those types of things is important to be seen. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we we think 
with everybody that's coming up, it seems like everybody wants to be the head honcho and yeah. they want to well, be in the spotlight. Of, that's I did that's this. the issue because you know you need to know where your lane is. Yeah. Right. No need of me coming over here trying to tell Chaku, "Hey, you doing our hair the wrong way?" Right. You know what I mean? I'm here. I am a man. I'm a radio <laughs> host. You know, it don't look good. You need to do this, and you know, you saying her coming over here telling me how to run the radio station. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane and you'll be okay. Participate, be a part of, stay in your, and don't be afraid to not know something. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing about us. We sometimes, we just want total control of everything. Yeah. And, and that's we, not. And, you know, when that's not a good sign. No. You know, when you can't be open-minded enough to, hmm, what you say, Jennifer? Mm. You say, what? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll think about that and let's see what we can do. You know, right. it takes that. That's what, me and Ramal and Dean and my son Trey. We have to work like that mm-hmm. over here in our family over here that works up under KBOB eighty nine point nine. We all have to work together because it's thirty five people come through these doors on a weekly basis, yeah. and I got personalities and attitudes yeah. and you know personal stuff that's going on. So I have to learn how to deal with it, and sometimes I don't deal with it well. Right. You know, and Ramal have to pull me to the side, or you know, <laughs> Dean might have to pull me. Hey, man, Bobby, okay, all right, man. You know, because right. you don't always. I'm human, mm-hmm. and I make mistakes. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just, it's just important in understanding people. That's you true. Know, you gotta understand people, especially if you're wanting to be an entrepreneur. Right. If you wanting to get out there and do your thing, you, have to you be gotta be a people person. Yeah, you, you gotta got understand. To be. And you yeah. gotta be open to learn and open mm-hmm. to change. So Bobby, you know, what you're saying and what you're preaching, it's still needed. Keep doing it. Yeah, I still need it. I get off on seeing people get off. <laughs> you know, I Bobby Eaton do. I get yeah. off on seeing, ooh, Chiku, you getting off having some success or Jen, yeah. you having some success success. And I was able to help you get there mm-hmm. in some kind of form. I get off on that. I'd be like, because <laughs> I but look, I'm at an age now to where I don't feel like I need all that spotlight. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of spotlight, and I just want to be able to share that light, put that light on somebody else, yeah, and make let them shine, yeah. you know, and that makes me feel good, you know, when you're able to do that, right. you know, so. Get with some young ladies. Yeah. Train them up what you're doing, Chiku, yeah. you know, and make it happen. Yeah, I definitely you, do. I've been doing it for years, so. You like, don't want to do that school, though, huh? <laughs> no, not that part. Mentorship <laughs> behind my chair a like, lot of that times. That is not my lane. <laughs> not mm-hmm. my portion. Have you ever been in a rough situation where you've done somebody's hair and they just, they didn't like it at all? Because <sighs> I've heard a lot of stylists and beauticians say they have, and they had, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think years ago, my my thing would be always, I'm not going to do something that you tell me, oh, just do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, that's not a I, good thing. I, I, I don't do that. So I normally have a customer show me a picture of your desired look, and then I will style it to your face, you know. Um, because I don't want to. When you just, say to your face, because 
Don't you get people coming in wanting this particular hairstyle, right. but their face and head don't, don't even, match. Don't match. <laughs> right. Thanks, Daddy. Um, so work. I definitely have to frame it to the face or to, you know, towards, so it matches them or whatever. But um, no, I don't really have a lot. If, if a customer says that, okay, I, I don't think I really like that, I really don't even have that issue, actually. Too much at you all. never, never, ever had it, really? I've had it in the past, mm-hmm. but I've been doing this for 23 years, mm-hmm. so I've learned how not to have those issues. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm a male. I'm trying to learn what y'all be doing over there. I don't, you know. And then most of the time, I'm with, just like, okay. With makeup, the same thing. I normally tell me, tell them, okay, tell me um, the colors that you're wanting, color scheme. What are you wearing? So you do a full consultation. When you do a consultation, you don't run into those issues mm-hmm. later on down the line. Oh, you want yeah. to avoid issues. Do like that in that. the beginning and get right. it out the way. Get that out the way. So they know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah, I remember I didn't, I didn't, I trusted someone in doing my makeup just off of somebody else. Recommendation. And we didn't have, we didn't have a consult before. And <laughs> I love the hot mess. Did you feel like you were looking like a clown? I love the hot <laughs> mess. Where and did I'll, you? Oh, my gosh. I'll never, ever do that again. Never. Because I'm not really like the makeup person. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't start wearing makeup until, I say, like, my early 20s. So, like, 23 when I was in Dallas. And that's only because I had to work at a place where that was a part of our wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to apply it. Yeah. So, I was like, I'm going to need some help. So, you know, doing all that stuff now, you know, colors and all that, I'll do a little bit for what I know. Mm-hmm. And I know when I was getting ready to come to the show, I was like, I know Shaku's going to be looking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make sure my eyebrows are just, that, you know, because yeah. I hadn't gotten them thread again. That is so, too funny. You know, so, right. uh-huh. but, you know, I respect your work. So, oh, thank um, you. And I love that <clears throat> lipstick. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> some, pur- some purple rain. Huh? <laughs> Uh-huh. So yeah, so it's 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 one of those things where you know I I really I like seeing your work because I'll look at certain things and I'm like okay I wonder if I could try that. Oh, you well, thank you. It's 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 good. Mm-hmm. You and um, is it Ty Mason? Mm-hmm. You 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 ladies are doing your thing here in thank Tulsa. And then you do custom wigs. Mm-hmm. I do a little bit of everything. You girl, this yeah. girl. You just do a full makeover. <laughs> For women, right? Just color up. Okay. Everything. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything. Wow. I just, I just feel like you know, God gives us talent. Use all of them. Use mm-hmm. them all. Don't bury <laughs> any of them. Use all of them. Yeah. Don't bury any of them. Well, we're gonna take a little pause for the calls. You know what I mean? And uh, we got Chiku Williams here, stylist, <laughs> innovator, innovator, you name it. She does it all. Does it you all. Know? And, and so, does it all fabulous. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to be right back. So stick around. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janice. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. 
Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Hey, it's Denise with Addie Mae's Food for the Soul, where we cater to vegan, Presbyterian, and everyday sultry soul food. We have Meatloaf Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Chicken Meat Wednesdays, Turkey and Dressing Thursdays, Fish Fridays, Barbecue Saturdays, and Sundays is our sultry soul food. We're located at 5266 North Peoria. You can contact us for calling orders at 918-845-2989. And we also deliver with DoorDash. Hope to see you soon. North Star Security and Private Investigation provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are CLEAT and state certified. If you're seeking employment, stop by our website at www.northstarsecurityandpi.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Hey, it's Alfred Woodard. When I'm in Tulsa, I keep it on K-Bob. That's how I find out what's really happening. KBOB 89.9 FM. Hi, this is David Pitcom from the group Surface. And when I'm in Tulsa, I listen to KBOB 89.9 FM, where old school is the right class to be. Yo, this is Gary Little G. Jenkins, lead singer from the multi-platinum R&B group Silk, and you're listening to KBOB 89.9 FM. All right, hey, we're back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m., uh, here with my co-host Jennifer Brown, Jaku Williams is in the house, you guys. Hey, if you want to, you can dial in number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press that one button. Hey! All right, we're back. <laughs> I had to throw that in there, a little fun right there. But anyway, you know, um, we've had a, a great time. I'm learning a lot. Learning a lot of Talking pieces. to you ladies 
about all what women do and all his makeup and hair and I'm learning so much. I'm like, wow. And I've been around quite a few women, yes. but uh, not just asking the detailed questions. And a lot of us guys, we don't know. You guys go through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so now you know when you ask someone you out, through, don't be asking them out last minute. Because right. no. you know we got to get ready. Yeah. Y'all ain't no jeans and tennis shoe girl. Just get out no. there and you know, no. the top part got to go. Got to get right, huh? <laughs> You know, so all over. <laughs> I see, I see. You know, so is makeup expensive? Or um, is it just is it a difference between what they call cheap makeup and expensive makeup? Uh or does it matter for for African American skin, black people's skin? Yes, yes, yes. Um, as far as the service is concerned, a full face for me is fifty five. Um, mm-hmm. If you're getting it done at the studio, meaning if you're getting your uh, photos done, it's 75. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you do have makeup that's more expensive versus the ones that, you know, you can buy stuff from Walmart, Walgreens versus going to the mall, Sephora, you know, you know, or Dillard's or something like that. So, so African-American skin is so, so much different. So is it plentiful? Places to go to but get that makeup for African American women. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. Yep. yeah. You remember? Well, I know you remember Fashion Fair. I remember. <laughs> I heard of that. Fashion now that's fair. back in the day. You should know Fashion Fair. I heard about that Fashion Fair. Now? Fashion oh, I'm fair telling more. my age. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. They don't make that. I heard of Fashion Fair. I don't, I don't think they do Fashion Fair. I remember fair something like that. <laughs> that's old school, right there, huh? Right. Yeah, and um, what was it? They used women, to, man, I think they used to be like a much. real strong sponsor with the the Essence fashion show that yeah. they had every year. Mm-hmm. Essence? Yeah, wasn't this the Essence Ebony fashion? Ebony, Ebony, Ebony fashion, fashion show. That's that where I know it from because, yeah. you know, back then I dated an Ebony fashion fair model. I thought I was hot, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, that's where I know that from. Oh, yeah. you had your model. Fair. Yeah, I had me a model, okay. female, who did the runway thing, and me and her kicked it. You know, for a little while. I was a musician. I was playing, you know, I was playing with Natalie Cole and she was doing the Ebony Fashion Fair and we were just kind of like, you know, getting together. And I love hearing Bobby's stories from back in the day. I was a bad boy. What do you say, bad boy? The bad boy. Before bad boys were out. Yeah, well, we had them in our days, me and Charlie and all of us. We were some bad boys. Yes. You know, we used to do a lot of stuff. You know, <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so, Shaku, like you, um, is that is that something that like you see in the future, maybe coming out with your own makeup line? You know, I hadn't thought about that either. No? No. No. Would you consider it? I mean, I would consider it if somebody, you know. Get with a scientist, huh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really would. But it's nothing that I, I didn't have that idea. I don't no. have that idea. Mm-hmm. Going forward, what do you plan on doing? Where do you want to go with all this? Yeah, where would you like to, where would you like to be? Well, really, um, you know, before the pandemic happened, last year I was really – um, pursuing going to Atlanta, um, networking there, uh, was really what I was supposed to be really doing this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the pandemic 
just, it happened and it just kind of put my whole life on hold. It put everybody's stuff on hold. Yeah, everybody. But um, it's just kind of like I was full force headed that way to Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. to be the celebrity artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, other opportunities came about. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Tulsa Urban Beauty Guide with PNJ Publishing came about this year. Um, just me being doing Glam by Shaku, um, doing more work with the sponsorship program with William. So, I mean, I've been busy, you know, really. Right here in Tulsa. Right huh? here in Tulsa. And so what I see myself doing um, going into the new year is just really seeing Tulsa Urban Beauty Guide grow. Um, I'm looking forward to the growth. Um, Mm -hmm. With the beauty industry here in Tulsa, what I do know, um, a lot of stylists and barbers and nail techs do not have professional images um, Mm -hmm. for their marketing, you know. So to be presented in the magazine those professional images have to be taken, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just doing the footwork, trying to, you know, I, I don't want to say convince them <laughs> that they need <laughs> photos done, yeah. but it sometimes it does feel like I have to convince, you know, a stylist, you know, hey, you need to do a photo shoot, you know, of some hairstyles, you know, and present them mm-hmm. in the magazine to market your, your, your brand, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we do have um, – uh, Paula Cole um, with Hair Gang LLC. She has her own um, hairline and products, actually, um, line. Um, she's been presented on the front cover mm-hmm. of the November issue. So I'm really proud of that, you know, because she, she's really one that really stepped up and was like, hey, I want the front cover. And so we yeah, what she said, huh? you go, yes, I, I want the like, front cover. I want the front want cover. The front so she cover. paid for the front cover and being presented in the magazine. So we're excited about that part. That is good. That's yeah. great. That's great. It's good to see uh, entrepreneurs getting together and building their brand and mm-hmm. spreading the, spreading it, you know, yeah. and having events like you. Uh, uh, got, got coming up now. Tell everybody about the event. Place Saturday. Saturday, November 21st. It is the first Oklahoma Small Business Sneaker Ball. It is at the Tulsa Marriott Hotel. Um, The doors open at 5.30. Red carpet starts at 6 o'clock. We have dinner around 7.30, 8.30. We have the awards uh, part of it, uh, honoring some community people in the community about I'm gonna say about nine about 9 30 we'll go ahead and start our live entertainment with uh Miss Val and Wall Street Band and then the rest of the night will be live DJ just party that's party, good party, party all night huh? party, all night. <laughs> party all the time party. Yeah. No. you ain't gotta worry about your feet hurting because uh-uh. you're gonna have on right. some sneakers huh yeah. that should be interesting you gonna are you videoing this event yes so yeah. you're gonna capture it all on video and everything. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Memories for a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, this is the first one. The first, first one. So you're gonna do one every year. This is gonna be an annual. So we're excited. Around this time it. of the year, or will it change? I'm, I'm not too sure. We have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to talk about it because yeah. we, like I said, the original one was posted in June. So we just have to see how this plays out. Yeah, Centennials next year. 
Hey. <laughs> you know, June, July, that would be nice somewhere up in there. Oh, okay. You know, because you know, it's going to be tons of people here of from people. all over the all world, over the world. Oh, wow. will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Awesome. And all eyes are going to be on Tulsa mm-hmm. uh, because May 31st was the day that they bombed Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when it's going to actually kick off. Mm-hmm. On that day, May thirty first. Okay. So, All right. You know, so it'd be something give people something to do right. with culture, right. with explanation, and you know, right. you know, we ain't gonna just be trying to party, right? You know, like I said earlier, but we're gonna try to educate and have fun at the same mm-hmm. time, and you know, teach our babies, yeah. you know, all about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be great. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm getting I'm getting geared up. Um, I am I'm excited about it. Now let me ask you this: with everything that is um, everything that's happening with the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, what have you been doing with your business to not only safeguard it, but what have you been doing to make sure? Because I know a lot of places have shut down as far as like doing personal makeovers. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been doing makeovers still or are you just kind of limiting um you know after we was released from the shutdown mm-hmm. i mean business had to go back in, as, as, as usual you know of course we did we do our precautions you know um hand sanitizing and wearing the mask at the salon anytime i do my customers i have my mask on you know so we do. I mean, we had to go back to work. So would you say business has increased for you during the pandemic? Because yeah. I feel like I've heard a lot of people that they've had to come up during this pandemic. Like, yeah, they, right. their businesses like came just, up. Huh? You know, it's, it, it's it done really, the opposite of what people yeah. thought it should right. be. Exactly. Yeah. I heard that before, too. It really did. Um, I feel like we became more busy, um, especially with my makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it became more busy. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like hearing those stories of, you know, success that, mm-hmm. because even, you know, if you would have went to Atlanta, we wouldn't have had you here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doing all these great things. A lot the, of people the leave first, here. The first yeah. of something here in Tulsa. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that you kind of got a new lane. Yeah. Or it's, it's, something else new to do. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of looking forward to what's next. Yeah. You know, after this event, I'm already like, okay, Don, what, what's next? That resume's grown, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's Are there anyone else around here doing what you're doing? You got uh, any friends or buddies or anybody kind of trying to do the same thing? Like? Whatever you're doing. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's a lot of. I know it's a lot of hairstylists. Yeah. I people mean, doing hair. I feel like. Um, but your brand is quite different. I think my branding is a little different than anybody else's, even though I That's feel like I'm, like I'm respected in my community because I've been doing um, hair for years. I've always participated in the hair shows. So a lot of the stylists and barbers do know me. Um, but uh, I feel like my brand does, it, it stands Stand out. out. It stands out. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like seeing that you um, that you work with a lot of other people. Yeah, I, 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 for me, I think that's what stands out the most because mm-hmm. you just don't see that a lot. 
yeah. a lot of the collaboration. So I, I, that's what I respect the most about what you're doing because you don't have a problem in connecting with other people to grow right. and to help them grow. So yeah. um, I say that we see, we need to see more of that. Yeah, I um, believe in helping others. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I believe in uh, collaboration mm-hmm. because, you know, when you um, assist or help someone else, Um, you may have a strength and they don't have it. You know what I mean? You can just kind of help each other along the way, Mm -hmm. you know? And then another thing, um, you talked about the sponsorship shoot that, you know, the models, they don't pay anything. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes, you know, don't get me wrong. Everybody can't volunteer their services all the time. But the fact that you know that the profit that will come from the marketing behind that, right? I, for me, I think it's genius, and I know that it's, it's not anything new that hasn't been done, but it's it needs to be seen that you not always are you going to get paid, but the work that you put in it, the marketing that's going to come from it, it's going to pay off right. later on and right. sooner than later. Right. So, um, and I mean, I think... And, look, and it wasn't my idea that was that came from finally... <laughs> <laughs> that was finally focused yeah. idea. Finally focused. Yeah. Yeah. William has a lot of great ideas. He does. I've got the opportunity to sit down and talk with him and he he's a very um good businessman mm-hmm. and he has a lot of great ideas. But I think I drive William crazy cuz I don't know what I want cuz I said, "Hey, I want to use your services." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Well, where do you want to go?" And I had no clue. He was yeah. like, "I'm going to need you to call me back when you want to know where you want to go." <laughs> Is that what he says? Because I'm like, yeah. I'm that indecisive person. Right. So, but he, he's a great, uh, great businessman, um, well-respected. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you know, you guys do great Most work together. Most of the time he, he throws the client on me. Hey, talk to Shaku. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what he does? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. You got to talk uh, to her about it, yeah, huh? Yeah, talk to her. They, it's so funny because they both call me a uh, boss woman, you know, the boss. The boss William woman. and Don talk to Shaku. She's the boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, She's oh my woman. God, put all the pressure on me. <laughs> all on you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, you bring it, you bring it all to life. Yeah. yeah bring it all to life. Speaking of life, single? <laughs> ready to, are you single, <laughs> ready to mingle? Look, I'm not going to be I know, I, I, I done blew your cover over here, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm unfiltered. <laughs> Bobby Eaton's unfiltered. You know, time to think about it. Yeah, I, I you know. am. I'm single. Okay. Um, I used to say I was ready to mingle, but this pandemic got me unmingled. <laughs> yeah. Really, huh? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. got a lot of people unmingling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it's serious. Yeah. You know, we're in the worst part of it right now mm-hmm. as we speak. Throughout around the country. Yeah, and they're talking about another shutdown. Yeah, another shutdown. I think we just kind of opened up too soon. I I did too. If we had to went all the way maybe to July or June or July, up in there, you know. But we we opened up when? When did we open back up? It opened. I know I went back to work um, in I think May? April. April. Because we shut down in March. We shut so down in March. Like April. We was up and rolling by March, May. April. And no, May. 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 It was May. By May, we was up I and rolling them. again. You know, some of it coming back. We should have stayed until June or July, mm-hmm. at least. You know, we yeah. should have had a nation. We should have. We should have really shut it down for just a few weeks mm-hmm. on a mandate. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we could have been a little bit better because we lost a few hundred thousand 
people yeah. who lost their lives. And, it's, and they said we leave, we're losing a thousand at a rate of thousand a day or something like that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, with with all this, I think you just, you got to use wisdom because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not wearing no mask or anything like that. But that sound just, like them Trump supporters. Yeah, just some, be wise about it. Them. Like, you know, don't wear your mask, go into the store, come out the store, put on some hand sanitizer and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just be safe versus, you know, because somebody's telling you to do something. Now, I ain't going to lie. I tell you, I went into a store one day and um, I was on the phone and I had my mask kind of like right below my nose because I had just gotten off the phone. Mm-hmm. And a lady walked past me and she was like, can you put your mask on? She told you that? I was like, first off. <laughs> Um, you started to go off on her, didn't you? And I'm not the one, but I was mm. like, somebody didn't gave you a little authority, and now you want to walk past me and tell me to put my mask on. And you see, you I know you was on the other aisle, and you heard me on, on the phone, but just the fact that how it made me feel, I was like, mm. you know what? I don't like this, but I don't mind wearing my mask. Mm. I just don't like people telling me, put your mask on. Mm-hmm. But, I was in a restaurant. Here in Tulsa, not calling any names. When we were sitting down there eating some fish, and all of a sudden, this guy just started coughing, and he was hacking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And we were looking at each other. You know what I mean? We, and, we, and we hadn't even gotten our food. You know, we were waiting on our food. We just think, man, hold on, man. Maybe he'll stop holding for maybe. He'll travel over here. Yeah, maybe he'll stop. But he kept. And I'm sitting there, this uh, white couple, and he's sitting there. I said, "Man, it's time to go." (laughs) So we got up and left. I saw this post that where people were saying, "Do people get sick anymore, or is everything like COVID sick? Like, like do people get colds anymore? Is every everything like, oh, you got the COVID? You know, everything is COVID now. Everything." Life is. I think life as we once knew it is never be the same. No, mm. it is a change. And you know, and they they say they're coming up with a vaccine, so we just got to see how things play out. Mm-hmm. You know. So will you take the vaccine if they? Take I don't the know. Vaccine? I don't want to be. I don't want to be the. What it is? I don't want to be I the guinea pig. I that definitely part. don't want. Right be now, the right now, I don't have COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna just, no you know, wait, wait, and let y'all test it out like they do the, the flu shot and all of that stuff. You know, and uh, then I'll see how it goes because I try to go get myself tested frequently, mm-hmm. make sure that I'm. Right now, I'm clean to go. You know, so but uh, I don't know. Unfortunately, some people haven't made it, you know. So. Yeah. I, I, I lost my grandmother a few weeks ago to it. So. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Didn't know. She lived a good life, though. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's where my, my joy and happiness come from, my peace, in knowing that she lived a good life. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, she passed away of COVID. Mm-hmm. She had a stroke a few weeks before that happened, and uh, my dad needed some help. Mm-hmm. With her because it kind of paralyzed her on um, her right side, and so I guess in the mix of him getting help and having people come in and out, she got COVID and had to go back into the hospital. But wow, um, yeah. But mm. you know, as I said, you know, with everything happening and you know them threatening a shutdown again, mm-hmm. um, especially with Thanksgiving, I think I seen an article where they were saying that to limit the number of people you have in your house, like down to ten people. 
like, oh, yeah, y'all doing too much. But You mean for Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. Um, but just just be wise, common sense. Like you said, you be around a lot of people. Just do those preventative measures. You know, take your vitamin C, all the things that you need to make you sure you have a healthy immune system. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just still live. Mm-hmm. And not, not live in fear. Right. Because I think the media has been doing such a... If some people are so have... This pandemic has got some people so paranoid. Yeah. I'm talking about. I know somebody who grocery shops at Walmart. Mm-hmm. They bring the groceries out, put a load them up in their car, and they sit out there and wait. And then they take the groceries home. They go off in the garage with the groceries. Spray them down. They spray them down and wipe them down, and to then take them in the house. Wow. And take off their shoes. Oh yeah. Wow. Now I did have mm-hmm. a house guest where she was she was paranoid, where she would not come out the room. She wouldn't no. come out the room at your like, at, at your house. At my house, I was like, girl, you can stay in that room and starve if you want to. Mm-hmm. She was <laughs> so, visiting you or something. Yeah, she stayed there just temporarily, and she was really because she had asthma, oh. but just and she watched the news all the time, and I was like, you gotta stop watching that news. That's that paranoia. Like. That's mm-hmm. what's getting you like scared mm-hmm. and sick because mm-hmm. you watching that news and taking all that stuff in. But I was like, I gotta go to work, you know, because we had returned back to work, but we weren't open to the public. So, you know, but the media is just it's the media be careful there. with that and you know, yeah. what you take and, in. You know, I'm not just taking it like it's not happening, but you know, you can, we still gotta live, mm-hmm. but you gotta learn how to live. Yeah, you know, in the right way, sanitize, wash. Wash your hands. They say social distancing. Put your mask on. You know, and all of that stuff. So it's kind of crazy. You know, so when we're event, not doing that. So the event you got coming up on Saturday is going to be COVID, COVID friendly, and you're going to be you're required to wear your mask and yes. sanitizing sanitizing stations and things like that. Yeah, so. the ho- the hotel. Uh, we'll provide all that. Yeah, put that on the, on the yeah. tables and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just yeah they got to protect themselves. Too. Is there a certain uh, amount of people you can only have? Um, Did they say you know you can only have up to X amount of people? The way they're set up now, because I'm pretty sure they're not set up like they normally set up, right? Or do, or is it? Well, let's see. With the new regulation right now. Um, it hasn't been really talked about, you know, far as I don't think we're going to have that many people, you know, far as 750. You know, the room holds 750, but it, I don't think we're going to have that many people. What if you do? What if we do? Oh. That'd be wonderful. I know. Ching, 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 ching. Well, I know mm-hmm. when we had the, the P-Win event, they did, like, they set up the tables where they were spread out. And then yeah. only so many people could sit at the table. Yeah. Um, and then when um, the uh, people came out to serve anything, mm-hmm. it was certain people for certain sections. Right. So, I mean, the hotels, of course, I know their regulations. They're going to make sure yeah. that they're not liable for anything. So right. I'm pretty sure you're going to be in a pretty safe environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just come in there with your mask on. That's it. Yeah. So you got some custom made tennis shoes. And I have a custom made mask. Oh, to match your tennis shoes. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> I kinda thought so. Yeah, she does. Yeah. I do. You got a little, she, look, she's you glam gonna, by shoes. Oh, you glam. You gonna have a you got a you got an outfit and all of that. You got the oh, whole yes, shebang. I do. Mm-hmm. So Bobby, you know that when you get ready to get back out there, do your photo shoot. 
when you and and and, and Charlie and mm-hmm. didn't you used to play with uh, Billy Bruner? Yeah, we worked together too. Yeah, yeah, we y'all, all worked together. Y'all photo shoot. Billy was just in here last Saturday. Really? Yeah, I interviewed him. He got a new single out called "Black it. Women Smile." Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard it. It's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when y'all get ready to do y'all's photo shoot, y'all reunion shoot call. <laughs> That'd be interesting, huh? Yeah. Yes, I know who to call when I when we need a little get y'all together. What they say, power puff? <laughs> power puff on the nose. On your nose. Oh Lord. <laughs> My God, it'll be good. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be Boy, good. I used to hate that. Oh my God, <laughs> I used to fight the drama. I used to say, "Come on, man, we got to do it." Oh man, I ain't. You know, Natalie Cole would say, "All right, guys, get in there." <laughs> oh, powder puff. Mm-hmm. But that's Funny. all good, though. I, it's I all good in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's a man talking. You know, <laughs> a man thing. So. So what did you have to do the like when you guys did concerts or y'all? No, 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 or, no concerts. See? Like when we were doing TV shows oh, okay. Okay. and you know being on television and the band had to go and you know they wanted us to look a certain way. Yeah. When they zoom in on your mug, you know they you know, <laughs> all of that they want you to. And so we used to have to do that. But doing the concerts, uh, I wasn't putting no makeup on. <laughs> no makeup. Y'all greasy. <laughs> go, go with it, you know. So Shaku, tell us how one can get in touch with you if they want to, yeah. you know, get your services. Okay. Use your services. Um, I have a website. You can uh, do com. You can find me on Facebook um, and Instagram, glambyshaku.com. Um, yeah, I have Snapchat too, you know, for the little kids, but... Mm-hmm. So I'm not on there much. Yeah. So <laughs> if someone wants a ticket to this event Saturday, mm-hmm. where would they go on your website or call you? Is there a phone number? Uh, you can actually. Um, no, I don't want anybody to call me. Okay, <laughs> I don't want nobody to call you. Don't give out the personal you, phone number. You can um, go to the website. We have a website: www.oksneakerball.com. Um, you can click get get tickets. It'll take you to Ticketstorm, and you can get tickets off of Ticketstorm, or you can go to Mandy's Beauty Supply, um, or Young Buds has tickets. I do have tickets on hand as well. I will be back up here tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is, what, Thursday? Mm-hmm. And I will be here Friday. Um, Don is actually in town, too. So uh, Don Walker with Lights Out Entertainment, he's in town uh, today and the rest of the week. So you can hit him up as well. Um, Don Walker on Facebook. Um, his number is actually on on his Facebook page. On the Facebook page, okay. <laughs> yeah. So okay. you can call Don, but yeah, don't call, call you. You call Don. <laughs> no, don't call me. Don. I'll call you. <laughs> you gotcha. can text me. I answer the text. You do? Yeah. To answer the text. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, we want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way and you tell you know, your stories your way. And it's been interesting. I learned something that I didn't even know, you know <laughs> what I mean, from a woman's perspective, trying to learn uh, what you guys go through and uh, I, much more respect now, you know. <laughs> so don't be rushing us. <laughs> you rushing y'all. Hurry up. Come on in. What y'all waiting on? No you know, you guys are the start hours early sometimes, <laughs> you know, to get there. I see. Yeah. You know, so event Saturday night, 6 p.m. to the 
1 a.m. 1 a.m. <laughs> 71st and um, uh, Lewis. Lewis mm-hmm. Marriott Hotel. Yes. It's going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay. Look forward to having you back later on in the yeah. future. So we'll get you, you back in here. What you doing? What you doing? Yeah, what's going yeah. on? Maybe you come in here, come in here and get some of them women that over here some makeup. <laughs> what do you say? Makeovers, makeup, makeup. something, whatever. Whatever. The makeovers. We can work it all out. Yeah. All right. Be fun. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Well, hey, you've been on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, six p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, on Saturdays from 12 to 2 uh, Central Standard Time. This Saturday, coming up, Kim Jackson, KTL TV, uh, Amber Hughes, Fox 23, uh, Brooklyn, uh, DeGumbia, all of them are going to be in here, um, you know, from various different stations, and we're going to be doing that. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a good show. Kim, Kim and the rest of the ladies, and Amber and Kim. And the ladies that's reporting the Brooklyn, news. Brooklyn, the news ladies. You know, you get a chance to call in and talk to them. All right, that's happening Saturday. Uh, meanwhile, let me tell you what's going on during out the week. KBOB 89.9 Black on Black Community Radio. As I just said, you got my show. You got uh, the Villadale Morning Show starting at 7 to 9. Uh, you also, on Tuesdays, Two Dog Sports Talk. <laughs> that's what they be doing. They be barking. You know, World One Development with Charles Harper and Damali Wilson. That's every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. News you can use. Hey, man, they got a lot of stuff going on right there. And on Thursdays, hey, Jennifer's y'all, real life, real Real talk. talk. Prima Donna Braddock and Jennifer Brown come in here. You guys be cutting up at 2 (laughs) o'clock. All the women in here. 2 to 3.30. 2 to 3.30. Sometimes I got too many women in here. I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? But that's every Thursday. Every Thursday. 2 o'clock, you know. Juice Radio Show that night, y'all. Tune in to the young people. Juice Radio Show. Young high school and a few college students come in here, and they do radio their way every Thursday night at 6 p.m. So Juice Radio Show. Let me see what else I got and going Ramal, on. Ramal at- oh, yeah, right. We forgot about Ramal. Ramal has a show at 4 o'clock on Thursday. Mm-hmm. He has a, a new veterans show that he's doing Yeah. for veterans. So that's every Thursday at 4 o'clock, Ramal. That's going to take place. All right, Friday, we have a relationship show that takes place. Well, before that, it's Robert Caddy. And With Health of a Nation, nation. Yeah. at 12 noon every Friday, mm-hmm. the better program. Uh, Caddy, he be bringing it. Get your life together. Your, yeah, get your life together. Get you all snatched up. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> and at 4 o'clock, it is uh, coupling with the Carlins, you know, uh, black couple talking about black relationships. Yeah, black relationships, and uh, it's a good show. You know, if you want to get your relationship in order. Tune in to them on every Friday at four o'clock. And uh, ninety. It said ninety seconds. All right. 90 anyway, ninety seconds. That's what it's telling me. So every on Saturdays we have my show. Of course, starts at twelve noon, mm-hmm. and then uh, Dale, Mister Groove Taylor comes on. You know, at two o'clock, two thirty. I'm sorry, two thirty to five thirty. He's playing the oldies but goodies from the. 70s, 80s, and 90s music, and that's where he just DJs right there. 
before and all of that. And then immediately after him, uh, DJ Richie Rich, he comes on the night shift from 6 o'clock to about 10. You know, he's in here. And so I got a full day with music and things going on on Saturday. And um, on Sundays, we got Sunday morning, Bishop Melvin Cooper comes in here. And he does his show from 9 o'clock to 10, you know, and it's gospel in the morning up until about uh, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock, that's when jazz, smooth jazz with D-Mac. D-Mac comes in here and does his jazz show. Yeah. And that goes on from 2 to 5. And then right after that, um, he and her show come on at 6 o'clock. That's... Uh, Tim and Nicole Newton, you know, of the Dream Center, they come yeah. in here from and do their show from uh, six uh, to seven. Mm-hmm. And you got a lot of great shows. And then the last show of the evening will be uh, the night shift with with Negro Spiritual and Renee, Crystal <laughs> Renee, and boy, they, they wow, are funny, they funny boy. That's <laughs> they a whole, be cutting up for yeah, real. <laughs> they be cutting up on Baxter and them be cutting up. So yes. you know, I want you to tune in. If you can't remember all of that, go to our website. It's KBOB899.com. Again, KBOB899.com, and check it all out. We got a lot of stuff going on on the website, and uh, we want you to participate. If you have any comments or things that you like to talk about, subjects, topics, whatever, tune into uh, our email address, eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. That's E A T O N. M-U-S-I-C, the number two, at gmail.com. And that's what it's going to Hey, Jen, that's going to do it for this evening. That's going to be it. Great show. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. It was Thanks a great show. Thanks for having me, Bobby. Yeah, hey, we got to get you back in here more often and so we can have chop fun. it up and have fun and bring the people. They say give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. That's what we're going to do. So, you going to play that song? No. <laughs> yeah, I should have played it. Huh? But anyway, <laughs> that's uh, that's what we're going to do. So until the next time, we want you to have a good one. Okay? All right. Take care. Listen. to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot, Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la cava. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah... Okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. 
Have you been to Max Wings? Yep, yep, Max yep. Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fry. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.